0: Hey Andre, so it's pronounced right.
1: Yeah. Uh, Andre is like in you know, the Czech language is so like a bit <laughs> difficult more difficult, so it's uh right uh, pronunciation is Andre. So maybe you can call me on just on Andre. <laughs> you can call me just Andra. It's like Andra or Andre. Uh, fine, that's like Andra. 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 It's like between friends.
0: Okay, Andra? Yeah. Now, uh, the question is, what was your first Hello World?
1: Ah, my first Hello World, like, uh, to be honest, I'm a, like, a little bit youngster, at least in the comparison with all the other guests that uh, I, I I listen uh, to in your podcasts. I'm a regular uh, listener, at least uh, till time you, you started to publish uh, your show uh, so so often that I'm not. Uh, not, not following all of them. Uh, so I started with, uh, programming like on, on high school with some courses of, uh, Turbo Pascal and then later on, uh, Visual Basic and Delphi, And yeah, at the time, um, I was just rather learning in some, some bigger project of mine, maybe or was some, uh, character generator for RPG, uh, like D and D, like hey, cool. game, uh, in Visual Basic. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, you you are a youngster, um, you said. Yeah. So, so uh, probably you are the only one who started with Hello World, you know? Because uh, as we started, um, I think there was no Hello World. So uh, at least the concept of Hello World was not known to me. <laughs> and uh, so you started <laughs> at the. <I> <laughs> <see>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You started at the high school uh and uh before that you didn't have a computer or you didn't you know did something with your computer?
2: No, no.
1: I I I got my computer at like at the start of my high school. Yeah. That um, uh I it? I was like uh visiting my my friend uh to, to play some games uh but yeah, the my first computer is Pentium 100 I think.
0: Okay. And the machine of from your so friend. Was it also Pentium? Yeah,
1: the, then we started with Atari. A uh, some, ah, we, okay. yeah, and then, then that was like, you know, just playing games, maybe copying some, uh, some like pro, programming code from some magazine to, uh, like have some program, but that was nothing that I would call as learning, uh, pro, programming language, just copying text from magazines.
0: Okay, so it was Atari Five Hundred.
1: Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. Could be.
0: What is a like larger Atari machine, right? So it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you are not that young, I have to say.
1: <laughs> no, no, not not that young, but uh, from perspective of starting learning of of uh, programming.
0: Okay. none uh, this this actually does not matter when you start. It's the only thing which matters. You have to enjoy it, right?
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, that's, um, that's
0: true. So, uh, then you, uh, were forced to start programming at school?
1: Uh, no, that, that's something that I really enjoyed. So I was, okay. uh, looking forward to, to, to learn. So yeah, that, yeah, as I said, that, uh, uh, started with some courses, but then I, I learned for myself that visual basic, uh, started with PHP, web design, uh, some like, you know, HTML, CSS, uh, starting to learn, uh, JavaScript um yeah that i enjoyed that uh this this way when was and, it which year uh two
2: thousand
1: one something like two
0: thousand two oh, wow. okay interesting and and and, and in two thousand one you did p h p and not java
1: hmm yeah right that the java i i i i got to to java just uh on university and that was uh you know, that, that, that was, uh, that, that language with the object orienting, uh, paradigm that I was, uh, like, uh, really looking, uh, as some golden, uh, golden thing that I should start to, start to use. Um, so yeah, that I started on with Java on university. Uh, I think that was JDK five or something.
0: Okay. I mean, so already with annotations and not too much XML that's nice. Yeah. And you told me exactly. you, you created some RPG characters uh, for D and D, right? Yeah, yeah, that in vi-
1: Visual Basic for Excel, I think.
0: <laughs> okay. And what was it exactly? So was it your first uh, serious program you wrote?
1: Uh, I I think that was something like a bigger uh, bigger thing that uh, before that yeah we had some like tries I don't know with my friends to to. Think things we were thinking like let's create some uh, game in 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 Turbo Pascal. So I was I don't know trying to create some basic um, uh, uh, you know data structures in Turbo Pascal as there there was no much no many libraries. uh, But that was just never happened. So I was learning, um, but there was no outcome then. With that uh I created two like small websites in PHP on high school for friends or for that game. Uh, no, not many more.
0: Okay. And uh what happens between uh you know, the your website phase and Java? So you did you implemented something serious or then you just started programming Java?
1: In fact, for, for some really serious programming, that was then Java, uh, the university. And at the end, I started to, 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 I was hired for a job, uh, for, in, um, that was a company that, uh, uh, works on, like, uh, um, a software for, for warehouses that, uh, that I, I learned the mm-hmm. uh, J- enterprise java um, yeah, and we, we were using jboss okay. 4.2 i think and
0: yeah. as you s- saw java the first time java 5 at the university you like that or what was your first very first impression
1: um yeah that was a little bit more complicated <laughs> than, than to, to working with php I, I even when i my colleagues uh don't like php in general i think that I, I, uh, I think that's, uh, easy to use and I, I have no, like, big objections <laughs> against PHP. Just that you need to be, like, care how, how you program. Uh, maybe it's, uh, a little bit more complicated to, to do something debugging, refactoring and et cetera. So Java, but Java was like, uh, that, that was nice and I was really, I, re- I was really enjoying that and that was the reason why, why I was looking for the job that the Java will be part okay.
0: So what do you, what was your first uh, Java line of code? Was it public static void main or a serverless? Yeah, that, uh, that was the public static main. Yeah, that
1: was some uh, example from university okay. uh, where I started.
0: And this was already complicated for you or you said, okay, it's different, but doable.
1: Uh, no, that, that's just that you, you, you needed to start to think about the objects, uh, and, and Java was like, you, you needed to really create the objects for, uh, an object, uh, before you can, uh, start to write your main function. So you need, you, you needed to think about what's happening around, uh, from that perspective. It, it was a little bit more complicated, but, uh, like the, the, the programming, uh, paradigm was like, Time,
2: you know, function. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm asking you because I remember a discussion a few years ago that Java is hard to learn because of the public static void main. It is really mm-hmm. hard, you know, to get it that uh, it has to start with that. And I thought about that. So, yeah, this is true. But I mean, if you take it as given and uh, you just, you know, you can get over it, I would say, in a few hours, it's not like, you know, uh, it is impossible to grasp
1: the idea, right?
0: Yeah, that's, I, I, I agree mm-hmm. with
1: that. But yeah, from uh, from the perspective of current like programming uh, hello world then still the java is not the <laughs> easiest way how to boot it to the programming language learning i think but yeah, I would, I would
0: probably start really, with JavaScript in browser properly, right? You can open mm, console yeah. and do something, and this is immediately visible, and you see, you know, the the different the difference immediately in the browser. So this could be an interesting. Yeah,
1: good. I I recently I I learned a little bit of Go GoLang, mm-hmm. and that's examples of how the the tutorial on the web is really as well great. Just you can type and you can see what's happening.
0: Okay so at the university you did some uh, java programming and uh, did have you have you, have you um, did you did you implemented something in your leisure with java or just you know the serious university stuff
1: About uh, in java I was really uh, doing some just university uh, projects so there there was some some small small things but uh, to be honest I really like started some like real uh, real World projects in, in in my job.
0: Okay, so what was your the most exciting project or the most interesting project at the university you did then?
1: Uh,
0: yeah, that that was.
1: I, meanwhile, I was still I was still like in Java, if you mean. Oh, that was uh, hard to say. Uh, the that that that. That was probably when I was uh, learning how to program in swing. There was some. Okay. Uh, I, lear- I I remember just that uh, I needed to think about uh, some tables and some comparisons and showing some rows and columns. But that was still, uh, you know, the uh, like seminar project. Uh, but that was interesting for me to learn how the things work. Mm-hmm. And I like it. For- <laughs> That's what I can say. <laughs>
0: Forgot to ask you, but where you started?
1: Uh, university, uh, Masaryk University uh, in Brno.
0: Ah, okay. And this was, uh, computer science, right?
1: Yeah, computer science. Correct.
0: And, and was it hard? Um,
1: uh, yes, some, some of the, uh, lessons were a bit, bit harder to, to, to understand, but I, I really like that I have some background and I just uh time to time i'm um like um angry on me that at the time when I was on the university I was not uh like forcing me to understand more things like like theory some more theory some more um uh i don't know automata automatists and and so on uh because it's handy to 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 know those things yeah uh the same with but me. Yeah, I like that. You
0: know, my problem was uh, I also did C plus in Java at the university, and uh, and I did uh, interesting side projects. So my motivation, you know, just to learn dry theory was somehow limited. So, um, yeah. but uh, right and now, you know with uh, I would really like, you know, to go over university again, on to relearn the theory, just for fun, because uh, yeah, yeah, this this uh, yeah, but I think this is like like it is, you know, if you just yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, just learn the theory. Uh, it is uh, really dry, and uh, if you start with programming, it becomes it becomes very soon very exciting. So you see why why you need a stupid theory. I can just you know, write something reasonable without the theory behind.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. That that was the same with me, and and and, yeah. and now it's really and would be handy to, to to know the things, and I needed to to search the web and and. Uh, yeah, trying to understand what's what's behind and why that's okay. happening. What's
0: so, it? so you told me that the first serious project was a warehouse company which used Java and JBoss, and you wrote uh, uh, your your first your first line of code of, co- of the first line of commercial code. Um, mm-hmm. Were you a freelancer or were you hired by the company? Yeah, and- I was.
1: I was hired as a company that was, and it is like the you know, small company here in Bernoulli that is contracted from the, uh, Austria company okay. that made, that make, uh, really like the whole, ha- whole, whole, whole uh, warehouse with the, um, with the robots and, and so on. And this is, was the middleware project, okay. uh, for logistic.
0: Okay. But Which version of JBoss was it? You remember that roughly?
1: I think that was, we started it. 4.2 and then move to five. JBoss five. Oh,
0: JBoss five. Okay, that's uh, pretty advanced. And they use already Java five. Yeah. So yeah. there were no, no too much diploma descriptors. So there was more reasonable code.
1: Uh, you mean, uh, no, uh, for for the for the JBoss five. The JBoss five was still with those. Uh, yeah, all the the XML uh, XML configuration and all every subsystem uh, have has a, a different configuration, different XML. So, this this, this yeah. is
0: true, but if you implemented, you know, uh, just a uh, business apps with Java five. I see.
1: Yeah, that was already the annotations and yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, so many XML. Agree. Yeah, that was uh, in in fact that was just nice that, that when I was uh, then uh, hearing from my colleagues uh, that was more experienced about all the XML and uh, parsing stuff and so on that that I, I was I, I was not not in touch with that
0: yeah this is very good okay and um was the code base reasonable like you know um how many layers you have to touch you know to talk between the presentation and the database you remember that uh
1: yeah uh in in general that the um we the implementation was done in that all the um all the configuration was da- done directly to database, so the communication between layers was through database. And then, uh, for the, uh, user interface, there was use, uh, uh like SOAP web services that there was some, uh, C sharp client okay. that was calling the middleware layer. So, yeah, that, that, that was no, no many layers like for the communication. There was, uh, pro- probably some messaging for some third party integration. Um, yeah, uh, that, that way.
0: Okay. So uh, sounds pragmatic.
1: Yeah, that, that was even, you know, if if you do uh, like all the all the uh, communication through the database time to time, that start to be troubles with the migration uh, when you need to migrate the the database scheme and so on. So yeah, but that that was quite quite pragmatic, I think. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. But funny because uh, I think. Last week, I'm, uh, co- I am completed a code review uh, for microservices, and they had nine different data access object types, you know, and they did nothing mm-hmm. but wrapping the entity manager. And I asked them, you know, I cannot, you know, identify any added value. It's just, you know, an empty wrapper and why you did it, yeah. and they, they didn't knew. So it was actually interesting that back then you had already pragmatic design and, yeah, uh, the,
1: yeah, that, that, that agree that from that perspective, that was pragmatic. But uh, in fact, uh, uh, I think the pain point of the project was the overusing of, um, uh, like, a design pattern that there was a lot of patterns all over the code. So the communication layers was quite fine, but then uh, code was time to time to, um, to abstract, uh, without with uh, the need of of that abstraction. Yeah, yeah. So, This is yeah. another
0: enterprise Java disease that uh, that we have lots of uh, mappers, this you know stuff, patterns which uh, do not solve any problems anymore because the problems were already solved by the platform. So most of the design patents just you know <clears throat> moved away from the code base to Java. So you don't, we don't need them anymore. So yeah, I agree. and and uh you enjoyed the project?
1: Yeah, I, I enjoyed it because that was all all new things uh for me. Uh so I learned a lot. Um yeah, so but later on I I somehow decided that uh I I would like to quit. I don't know, mostly because I wanted to get some like ex- different experience and I wanted to go like for some get some experience outside of the Czech Republic, so I went for internship for a year. That was in PHP again. Uh, I, I work in web web shop like the standard PHP and jQuery. As at the time, that was kind of uh, time that there was this uh, crisis. Uh, that was not that not so easy to find a job for a junior. At 2008? least. I, Two thousand yeah, that was something like that. Two thousand seven to you
2: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly.
0: And and two no, thousand nine, exactly. So, you, in fact, yeah. so uh, yeah. how long did you spend at the uh, at the warehouse company? Two two years. Two years. And then you just, you know, stopped to say I would like to do something else or you were fine. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh no, I was I, I just I just wanted to, to do something else. To, for me I wanted to go to some foreign country.
2: Ah, where, where, got
1: some different like perspective of the way of life. Or, okay,
0: that, um, that's actually interesting. And and where you went?
1: I was in Brazil.
0: Oh, that this is great. So you spent one year in Brazil.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That was that was nice. Uh, from the uh, like uh, personal uh, personal perspective, or or, or um, that was that was great from from the like my computer science um bank around that that was just like um and nothing so so much interesting because i quit from java i i get got back to php that was a small company doing websites and there was like home baked mm-hmm. uh administration system with all the baby i would say um baby diseases of small companies Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was interesting for, for me, for sure. And
0: but was it for you, say, uh, a shock, you know, moving from Java A5 to PHP back, or you enjoyed the experience, or?
1: I was, uh, meanwhile, I was still somehow, like, involved in PHP, uh, so I, I was doing small, like, web, uh, webs for friends or something, so I was still in touch with PHP, and I've... Uh, I know what, what the difference is and there was no shock. I, I just expected that it will be different um, and I need to be more careful of doing things and I, I will have troubles with changing name of variables and or
2: or so on.
0: Okay. Well, I'm asking because um I um I organize uh, or I deliver workshops at the Munich Airport, airhikes.com. Mm-hmm. And I see. Time, I know it. And from time to time I get oh, actually... Every uh, every uh, season or every release, I get uh, I get uh, PHP developers, and mm-hmm. uh, and they really enjoy Java e or MicroProfit. They say this is actually incredible, and mm-hmm. uh, and 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 it was never an attendee who didn't like the experience. So I'm really curious you now, why they like Java e and MicroProfit that much? Uh, because so what you probably know, Java is sometimes you know said or java is said to be like s- s- slow and and not productive which i don't understand but uh, they say okay this is actually what you're showing us is incredibly productive and they usually stick with java e. so the question is why is that i mean why is the perception that java is not productive and all or all php developers i met so far really like the java experience what 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 could be the reason actually
1: i see uh for me, that that uh, I was I was uh, I have the experience from different times, you know, and J was S five that was like uh, that that I needed to to wait for I don't know two minutes uh, till the application was deployed and server was started. Uh, that was really different from from these days where you get uh, like just a few seconds to get all all the stuff be working or maybe. Even with with, uh, with uh, lighter approaches like Quarkus, that's okay. just few milliseconds. So at the time, uh, that was uh, Java at, at least the enterprise Java was uh, like uh, a bit like heavy lifted, uh, like slower. Mm-hmm. That was productive, I think, but uh, that was time to time. It was really uh, really long time to to get things okay. working.
0: That's interesting because back then I did a lot Javi as well and uh wh- what I what I always fight against was you know the the optional or superfluous uh patterns which you mentioned. Uh-huh. And if you wrote, you know, thin wars or uh you know, your thin code. Uh-huh. I it see was, it was always fast actually. So I was always able, you know, to have a turn turnaround cycle around I would say five to ten seconds. Uh-huh. And
1: that's really nice. That yeah, that that's probably like uh a- not so good design of the application agree yeah. that was really and one big monolith with a lot of parts that needed to be deployed so and i yeah.
0: what, what i did i uh, did some investigation what it turned out back then is that the the um most time was spent translating named queries into stored procedures in the database so at the deployment mm-hmm. so this was, i see yeah and um if you didn't generate too much you know name queries it was okay but some uh, developers just generated all the name queries from the IDE, so they had hundreds of named queries, and it took forever now to parse all the prepared statements.
2: Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, so, so you I, think I, that the the main pain points of Java E was the
1: slow turnaround
0: cycle? Yeah. Time. To... For me, at yeah. that
1: time, that was really ah, that okay.
0: that thing. Now, that's actually uh, good to know. So uh, now you know. You know from. First hand from PHP developer, what's the impression of Java is so, so okay. I can agree. I wouldn't also, but agree. it is like you know, 10, ten years ago. Yeah, sure. So but I uh, also, wouldn't change. accept you know to wait two minutes until something happens on screen. So I, I ne- never liked s- such project or uh, that idea. Okay, after one year, you, you you went back from Brazil to Brno again. Mm-hmm. Agree. So why? Am I mean, Brazil uh, is Brazil not that nice as Brno,
1: or why you? <laughs> that <laughs> uh, the, the Main point that I was there uh, like for internship that was a uh, limited time, just one year. And I was there with my girlfriend, girlfriend. So uh, she was, he had the trouble to find her job. So we just returned back and when I returned back, then I, I, uh, I was hired. Uh, to Red Hat, so and I am here from that time. So oh, interesting. So, know, uh, why you
0: were how hired by Red Hat? I mean, how it? Happened uh, by- I, I was
1: not hired by. I'm sorry, that was uh, wrong. list that uh, I was uh, I was uh, searching for a, for a job, and I, the Red Hat office here was uh, like growing, and and it still is growing. So that there was the offer, and I, I just go to to the Red Hat to. To ask if they, they can <laughs> hire me. Okay. So.
0: And which, which position you applied for? Uh,
1: I, I started as the quality engineer here. Okay. Um, yeah. So I was working, uh, I, I, I came to Red Hat at the time when, uh, Wildfly's or the JBoss S7 was before launch. So I was like, uh, rewriting the, uh, tests from the old version of JBoss a s to new new version where the all things change from from management perspective and class loading and all stuff all that uh, yeah, so I, uh, that that was that way and then this is actually I, a great
0: way for onboarding or to understand the code base, right just rewriting uh-huh. the tests so if you start with that, you cannot you know damage too much and you learn a lot so actually. It's a very good idea to start a project, or to, to you know to understand a project starting with uh, writing tests, rewriting tests, or migrating tests, right?
1: Yeah, that that was really nice. I, I learned really a lot uh, uh, about the Java Enterprise uh, in general, about the patterns, uh, about the uh, yeah, internals of the uh, JBoss AS Seven server. So yeah, that that was that was great. And uh, after that, I I s- I, I i was still on the Qe position but i moved to to be responsible for uh, transaction uh transaction this subsystem and was from it that your time, choice
0: was it your choice or you? in fact
1: not i was like moved there okay. <laughs> that, that i i was no idea what the transaction is or okay. just that something abstract that uh, yeah. manages the consistency of the data nothing else but from that time i start to learn and i i really Started to enjoy the the, the topic and uh, all the things around from about the transaction about the uh, distributed systems. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: This, this is what I can imagine. You now from PHP to transactions, this is this this could be this this could be actually <laughs> a shock, right? <laughs> <Because
2: it's> like, <laughs> why the
0: hell we need transactions? You know?
2: Uh, yeah, agree
1: exactly. Yeah, that that was that in, in PHP I was no I I was still not understanding what the uh, reason the transaction yeah. exists and yeah the, uh, the <laughs> php was more or less uh, auto commit right yeah, that, yeah at least from from what we were doing uh maybe those things change yeah. nowadays but yeah agree this that is was. what i
0: remember uh also um, around your time so like 2001 to 2003 so uh before <clears throat> that we used uh so we built like content management system with just servlets Uh, java beans or plain java beans so not like enterprise java beans like classes with getters and setters and jdbc and jdbc so and uh, if you do this a little bit so you recognize that if every interaction with the database is a commit so if your server crashes the data is not entirely stored in the database it's like half stored in the database and the first thing we we solved was uh, to tie you know the HTTP request to transaction. So we started. Okay. Yeah. So we started, we, we fetched the JDBC connections, we started the transaction, we, we stored the connection in the request. And then uh, after this, we rolled back the transaction or committed the transaction. So we built a very small application server in a server filter. So, and this is where I understood, you know, transactions are really convenient because you don't have to care about, you know, the, it's just, they were bound to request, and the, the problem was solved. And, yeah. and and then I heard, you know, uh, lots of internets, We we don't need transactions, or, and and back then even there was a huge trend towards MySQL database without transaction support. And they say, okay, we don't need Java e, we don't need you know transactions because we just we you know, just you know a small e-commerce shop uh, which just uh, stores uh, something in in a database. Like, Okay, but if you are an e-commerce shop, it is somehow you know important. To, uh, to to have the payment and the order in, in one logical unit. And, and, yeah, I see. Yeah, and this was, this was like, you know, f- it's like, why they don't have the problem? And then I recognized that they had the problem, but they didn't knew about that, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, I see. Yeah, uh, agree. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So, but uh, what you did exactly uh, with the transactions at Red Hat, you remember that? So what was your, 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 your task exactly? Uh, at the, at the time I was on
1: the, on the, still a, like, quality engineer. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to development after two years, I think, or three, yeah, I'm sure. And yeah, that, that was like, uh, uh, I started to, um, like develop or to enhance the, uh, code coverage for transaction man- manager, mm-hmm. meaning working, uh, like starting to to, to creating the tests for for pretending failures, network er, uh, errors, uh, JVM crashes, and these kind of things that that that's like can cause some in, like integrity issues or troubles with for consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. then you learn
0: a, a lot. So uh, I did uh, several tests for persistence. A similar tests for persistence uh, layers and i learned a lot how the persistence actually is working so if you if you are able to you know to to write tests for uh, like a system test for trend for something mm-hmm. uh, in your case, yeah, transaction for internals. Manager, so you really learn you know the oh. inner workings of, of the stuff right for for sure you are yeah you,
1: that, that's a good starting point uh and that was really good starting for point for me because I was somewhere in the middle. I, I was uh, able to understand uh, the application server and a bit uh, I have in the position of uh, uh, usual or, or normal user. And still I was looking into the code and communicating with developers what's happening and uh, if this is really what should be happening. Yeah. So that was, uh, yeah, that was a nice learning curve. How uh, many bugs nice. did you found? Well, I'm really not sure that that's, it's hard to say. But what I, what I know that when I was moved to the, to the development position, there was still some of them open. So I have the option, uh, I have the possibility to, to fix the bugs that I, uh, that I created before, uh, from the QA, QA position. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. And then, so, so you wrote the test. What was your next step in the? Transaction uh, world of Red Hat.
1: Yeah, then then I, I I was like because of one of the developer from the uh, Nara team uh, moved to to a different position here in Red Hat, so I was asked uh, to to join the the developers uh, and yeah, that I was I enjoyed the possibility and starting to work on on Arena, uh Arena project as a developer. So you've Better. worked as
0: Narayana as uh, uh, quality assurance or or tester, and then you move mm-hmm. to development phase, right? Exactly. So before yeah. we uh, start with the Narayana, so what is the relation between JBoss TM Transaction Manager, Narayana, and Arjuna?
1: I see. Uh, this is the, still the same thing. <laughs> this only the, about the, how the history went. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Arjuna was the like the company that was acquired by uh, Red Hat. I mm-hmm. hope I am, I'm, I'm correct here. Yeah, and this th- is the, this is correct because s- we
0: had already, uh, uh, a episode with Mark Little. So we, mm-hmm, about I think, yeah,
1: yeah, sure. Uh, then, uh, then that's, uh, <laughs> that's great. And that there was just the, um, renaming of the project and, but I'm not sure why, but that was renamed for Arjuna to Narayana. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, uh, J-Bos TM, which is like JBoss transaction manager, it's just the Arjuna. It's, it's the, like, this is the, the transaction manager which is used in the okay. uh, JBoss application server or Whitefly is just Arjuna. So, so, just, so
0: we have one transaction manager which is shared by JBoss, Whitefly, and Quarkus.
1: Uh, good. Yeah, exactly. That's so, yeah, and Very that's good. Narayana. So,
0: and now we call it Narayana, but it also have different aliases or names. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So then exactly. you were a developer. You became developer. In which year was it?
1: Uh, four years ago, 2015,
0: I think. Okay. And for four years, you are working on uh, on on Nariana.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, very cool. Yeah. So and um, roughly, how big is the team?
1: We are, I think, three developers now.
0: Cool. And and uh so what were, I mean. If if you if you look at the you know at the transaction space, this is like there are JTA, JTS, OTS specifications, and if you implement the ap- the specification, you are basically done. So the question is, what you did for the four years, you know? <laughs>
1: so, w- w-
2: w-
0: yeah. Uh, what
1: is in it fact, to- the-
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, sure. still uh, mm, I'm um, because the I saw well, the is uh, really N- major project the main main thing what I'm doing still is uh maintenance for of of that there are time to time there is still some troubles, issues and so on
2: mm-hmm.
1: with uh, the other thing that i I work on is so are the integration uh issues and features as the Wi-Fi uh goes forward there are changes and that needs to be to be done for 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 the application server as well Narayana, change uh, or are are tried to be integrated with um, other systems or other um servers like tomcat uh, spring um to 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 support the standalone uh, standalone deployment so there are uh, there there was a force for uh, to to make those integrations smooth uh, and the next things what what uh, like we work on are uh, some like new um like the projects for, for the transaction handling, which is currently the um, transactions for um, micro, micro profile or transaction handling, uh, which is, uh, uh, undernamed, uh, long running action, LRA. Mm-hmm. Um, so we built a specification and implementation for that. Uh, yeah. And for, for currently the, for example, my, my project right now is the again, uh, the integration stuff where I work on integration of Wi-Fi uh, transaction manager for uh, Kubernetes OpenShift as uh, as that's distribution uh, from Red Hat.
0: Oh, that's a, a interesting stuff. So, is it actually the last four years you spend maintenance and integration with different frameworks and environments, right?
2: Yeah, most mostly that.
0: Yeah. Now, so cool. So now I have a use case we can talk about to 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 get into Narayana. So. Uh, now imagine, so in the past, what we had to do from, from time to time, we had to, let's say, write transactional files. So what I would like to do is to implement something where i write a file to a disk. On rollback, the file disappears, and on commit, it is on the disk. So what I did before is like, uh, I could, of course, um, rename the file. No, i write a temp file and then rename it. And uh, this works somehow well, it's not really concurrent. But um, I could actually use Narayana for that, right? Uh,
1: in fact, not <laughs> you. You can, but um, we have just uh, the Narayana started the project mm-hmm. uh, for uh, file like the transaction for file system. But it happens, or we found that that's not so. That's pretty hard to do uh, yeah. in a really uh, atomic way, and that 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 were no no like. Uh, Probably that that's something from from I I wasn't the part of the decision, but this this project for uh transaction for file system was deprecated and yeah. currently it's not actively developed.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't wouldn't like use Narayana to do this, but um I could use Narayana for the transaction notification and processing, right? Mm, so yeah, I'm, sure. I mean, uh, there is. Let's say we have just a servlet and the serv- servlet starts a request, and uh, the request has to be bound to transactions so I would imagine so the first integration point of Narayana is like I say hey Narayana there is a new transaction going on right uh-huh.
2: yeah So
0: yeah, that's how this would look like so there is this like a Narayana builder dot new builder dot Narayana manager dot start transaction so how how the bootstrap of Narayana would look like
2: uh for standalone
1: application, yes. you need you have the uh, some con- you need to create some configuration, which is um, like now you are uh, at the at the at the space of some uh, internals of Narana, but you can just take what what's already prepared in our yeah. quick start.
0: Yeah, how long is and the is, is the configuration roughly?
1: It's, well, some, uh, it's yeah. some it's some it's an XML file with uh, I don't know. Twenty lines or something okay, so this like. is the
0: minimal configuration, so we need twenty lines of XML okay
1: hmm yeah, of course you can go with uh, all the defaults which which are part of the code base, but normally we propose that you you should take those that configuration file as um, mm-hmm. as, as basics
0: uh, give me some examples of the of the entries in the configuration, so what's the names of the configuration entries roughly?
1: Um, so that there there are things like uh transaction timeout mm-hmm. uh what is the then you there are the configuration of uh some uh, internal classes of narena which should be used for uh, transaction recover with for the recovery mm-hmm. when something wrong happens uh then that there are some other other things with uh yeah with about the where the storage of the uh transaction log should be should be placed uh yeah, this, yeah, okay. This, these
2: things.
0: okay so the, uh, and then from java code java perspective what would be the first class i see like narayana builder or narayana factory <coughs> or what is it
1: oh, to be honest uh, <laughs> i would need to to, to check really the uh, re- real name that there is uh Roughly, there is just the, pseudocode.
0: Uh, so pseudocode. Yeah, yeah.
1: You you have some. Uh, you need to instantiate the Arjun, Arjuna arguna, uh, which gives you the the transaction. Okay. Uh, but in in fact, that when you there are like the transaction, the Narana transaction manager composed from the like two main parts, which is transaction manager, which manages the transaction during the runtime, and the transaction recovery manager. Which is the, uh, like the different process or the different or started as a thread, uh, which is, which manages troubles when trouble happens, uh, either during the, uh, the processing to face commit or when some J- uh, JVM crashes and, uh, some, uh, in that transaction are left in the, uh, transaction log store. So at the time you, you need to, to have this uh, running. So you yeah. need to start. You need to start there. Uh...
0: Because uh, what can happen is, uh, so what we have, we have just a servlet. Let's say we have uh, an environment which only supports servlet, let's say Tomcat. Without, with servlets, nothing else. so And what can happen that Tomcat itself crashes and if it starts again, we have to remember what we did and therefore we need two parts, right? So the recovery part will read somehow a, a file which in the file there is the transaction log and in the transaction log there is a clearly stated wait. Uh, we did here begin or commit or whatever,
1: right? Yeah, correct. Perfect. That's it. Uh, if, if exactly because the 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 Tomcat is like that. The, no, there is no direct uh, integration with the uh, transaction manager, so you need to like start start it, or you can uh, for for that can uh, check the um, recovery records and manage the transaction for you
0: yeah otherwise tomcat would forget you know to proceed with already running transaction in a database for instance so this this will happen mm-hmm. if you don't do this okay so we have the arjuna transaction manager which is responsible for transactions mm-hmm. and we uh, create a transaction right mhm
1: yeah correct
0: and the transaction has uh, xid or global id
1: yeah the, uh, the here here is that the uh, um the transaction as a, as an object as uh, some some ide- a unique identifier, which uh, which is needed for transaction manager to know uh, what the, what participants or what resources are part of the transaction. And this 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 ID is that is a, a global ID of the transaction or global transaction ID. Mm-hmm. And uh, X ID, which is part of the JTA uh, specification, and is defined as as uh, with with the definition of which. That consists from two parts. Uh, is the XID consists from the global uh, your global transaction ID and uh, like local transaction ID, which belongs to the resource which is part of the transaction. So that means you have but, the but in our
0: know. case if we just have a servlet, the transaction will be always local, means we have only one process participating in the in the transaction. So what it means the global ID doesn't matter, right?
1: Uh the global ID does matter. Really here depends how you manage the transaction because, uh, you have the, if you, uh, if you use the transaction manager for, uh, for managing the transaction, then you use the Java transaction API for managing it. That this, this is the, like the nice abstraction for, uh, for transactions. Mm-hmm. But with that, there is this, uh, the implementation of the JTA is transaction manager with, which provides you or with that API and, and manages the global transaction. And part of the global transaction are some participants. Uh, if you don't want to use the transaction manager, you can go with just the local transactions, which are the, just the transactions uh, managed by the resource, meaning, for example, JDBC driver. That means you run just uh, set auto commit to false, and then... And run the connection dot commit and manages just that transaction for the database. you don't have this uh, standard API uh, you you are not uh, able for example in Wi-Fi to use the uh, annotation as transaction as transactional because that is all managed by a global transaction from transaction manager but you are like with one less layer of the abstraction uh, to 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 say that
0: okay. And the local transactions don't have an identifier
1: uh in if you if you would use the like the resource local transaction then yeah there is like uh just some uh uh possibly there there has to be some identifier but that will be just local for that uh, particular resource so this is what um, i meant
0: what what I meant is if you have just you know local transactions or the you said that the xid comprises two parts the global part mm-hmm. and the and the local part mm-hmm. so yeah. the the global part could be just 42 it will constant doesn't matter actually and and what only varies would be the local part right
1: uh, right but still there is the if you if you decide to start using the transaction manager then the transaction manager needs the uh uh global transaction id yes. which which under that ID, then it's enlisted, then the resource, the yeah. participants, the, 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 yeah, that's tran- right.
0: The transaction manager always assumes the transaction is distributed. This is the point, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, if, yeah, if I don't yeah, need a distribution, exactly. then I can use to just the local part, like I'm just talking straight to JDBC, and then mm-hmm. uh, the transaction manager is not involved.
1: Exactly. Okay. But from Perfect. that, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. So just, just, I wanted to say that if you use the uh, uh, transaction manager, uh, you still have that, uh, like the JTA abstraction, which makes you, uh, working with the transaction, uh, like the, the, the life for the developers is easier. And the transaction manager tries to not, uh, to, to push any big bar burden for the, from the, like the performance or, or, or performance perspective. If there is still just one, uh, resource or like the, you have the uh, transaction manager managing just the database. Then the transaction manager just manages the thing via the JD JTA as the API, and then just ra- do the uh, just does the same thing as you did uh, uh, manually when you run it uh, when you run man- uh, when you run it uh, as as a local transaction. So the only thing which is done is just the commit. Um, but yeah but that's uh run yeah. all, this is
0: optimization by... if you have just one participant we don't need two phases because we just happy with commit right
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's
0: that's right correct so and now uh, now we uh, we are in the servlet and i am in the request and i would let's say you mentioned already jpa making a little bit more interesting we would like to write uh the metadata to a jpa entity and the content of the file a file store, which is we did it actually in a project a few years ago with a CAD, so computer aided design like files, uh-huh. files. We did it actually that, and I, let's say I would like to implement it without Java on Tomcat. So I would just you know say Arjuna, give me a transaction. I would provide you know the timeouts and all the default configuration uh-huh. in XML, and then I get back transaction context or a transaction object, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I can say begin.
2: Yeah,
0: And then I get the uh, global ID with the two parts which is just abstracted Mm -hmm. in in an object, so I just don't see the numbers or the characters, I just have an instance. Mm -hmm. And then I can can store, or I will have to store the instance in the thread local or in the HTTP request if I have access to the HTTP request. Mm -hmm. That's an attribute,
1: right? Uh, Right. For the transaction manager perspective, the Transaction objects mm-hmm. is uh, like bound to the uh, thread. that's mm-hmm. thread local. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that context that you are talking uh, about, yeah, that could be passed uh, in the, the in the session and then get the transaction manager like suspend the transaction and resume the same ID later on.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. That, so what it means? Uh, the Arjuna will store Arjuna will store the context by default in a thread
2: yeah yeah oh, cool. you
0: this are. Are even more convenient so this is already done so let's say the thread local part already happens for me by Arjuna uh-huh. yeah that's
1: yeah. that's what transaction management
0: so and in the request we have uh imagine we have like file upload with the metadata in headers let's say and the stream goes to my file so first I will uh let's say I will uh, I will try you know to to store the metadata with the entity manager so the entity manager has an internal API as far as I remember is like enlist in transaction or something this is like the mm-hmm. API right
1: uh, I I'm not sure about the entity manager but yeah yeah that that's needed the the enlist enlist part is for the for the uh, that's required or that's part of the uh, of the JTA specification so yeah go
0: so what I will have to do is is to is to, to tell eclipse link let's say or hibernate mm-hmm. um you are participating in the transaction right now, and I will pass the context to this resource, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, correct. So, and
0: and the, the resource will. Now the question is: Okay, wh- when the entity manager will fetch the database connection and start, you know, and and start the transaction is up to entity manager, right? So Arjuna will, mm-hmm. has nothing no, to do with no, it. So, no, so no. It's the, the, and if the entity manager or JPA is prop uh, is properly implemented. It will design in one point of time, depending on optimistic or pessimistic locks, whatever we did. Uh-huh. Now I need to know the uh, to talk to the database, and will fetch uh, a connection. And uh, even more important, what will probably happen is that the entity manager would reserve a unit of work, is like you know hash map with uh, with the data which belongs to the context. Right? This is what I would expect from Hibernate or Eclipse EclipseLink. Uh-huh because uh if we have s- several such transactions going on in parallel i would suspect to have you know s- several parallel units of works which are independent from each other this is the point of transactions right
1: mm-hmm. uh, what what uh, what narana needs is uh, to have the possibility to like to um now just just from the transaction perspective if you don't mind i just to to just quick note here uh it really depends if the JDBC uh, uh, JDBC JDBC driver uh, supports the XA transaction or does not support the XA transactions. If uh, there is the support of the XA transaction, then the, this uh, this uh, JDBC driver can be part of the two-phase commit, and multiple resources could be part of the transaction. If that's not that's not correct, that's not right, then that uh, uh, JDBC like JDBC or the JDBC connection can be just the one participant in the transaction. If we are here with the, as you said, with just this uh, JDBC driver, there is just one uh, one participant. Then that's everything is fine. And uh, still, the the Narayana needs needs to have the possibility to to touch uh, touch the connect touch the JDBC connection. To be capable to call the commit, but yeah, that this all the uh, all the maintenance of the of the data is managed by, by entity manager, and just yeah. What it means is, if you would implement
0: this by ourselves, uh, depending on the uh, JDBC driver type, if the uh, JDBC dri- driver is not XA compliant or not XA capable, then it mm-hmm. would be enough that the entity manager says commit. But if the driver is XA-compliant driver, we will have to expose the driver to uh, Arjuna or Narayana because uh, we will have to match the XID. So there is an internal communication between the transaction manager and the driver, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: correct. So this is handled by the application server behind the scenes, but if we Mm -hmm. don't have the application server, we will have to implement this by ourselves. Mm -hmm. Now, the more interesting part now, now we come to our my file. So let's say I play a little bit with, uh, or just do very, very simple, like uh, just Java IO, not, not NIO, just no memory buffers. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. uh, simple, simplistic implementation. So what I would do naively is I would store the stream in a file create temp, in a temporary file. And then uh, if Nariana, t- no, so- sorry, Nar- Nariana will have to tell me the transaction started right now. With the transaction start, I would create a temporary file and uh, stream the content to this file and wait. What happens, right?
2: Uh,
1: right. Uh, uh, um, from the from, from, from yeah, that that's correct. Just uh, what you will probably what you will need to to create is uh, to 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 implement that uh, file like in um, file file stuff, uh being uh like um the the participant of the transaction. So you need to uh you need to provide the to, to follow the API which which is defined with the with the Narana or yeah with the Narana host how hope, hope now. Uh so then yeah, you will you are like said, okay, now the transaction begins and yeah that now you should commit or, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, what I forgot is my temporary file will not work exactly because what you said earlier, uh, Narayana is able to suspend transactions. So what I want to do is probably it would be wiser to use the global transaction ID as a file name. Mm -hmm. Let's say it would be doable, but because then we can proceed, you know. If our server yeah. dies, uh, we know okay this uh, file exactly. already exists and we can proceed. If I would just use temporary file name, there will be no correlation between the global ID and my file, right? Yeah,
2: exactly. The, in fact
1: that's what, what you you need to uh, implement is like the XA resource API. Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly because the Narana during the commit you will or during the information from the, from the transaction manager you will get this uh, this id of transaction which you as the implementer of the file system uh, resource you need to you need to manage on your on, on your own that yeah. that you need to match that file to that uh, transaction id
0: and in the case of application servers we will probably use jca connector which would expose exactly yeah. that Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's very simple and already implemented. That I think the name is connectors with the Z as an example. So it is every, you have to write three files. But let's say uh-huh. we yeah, don't we, we don't have JCA because I'm more curious about the Narayana stuff. So <laughs> we will have to use you know we will have to use the proprietary uh, Narayana um, classes, which in fact will look like XA because they have to implement the XA. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Protocol. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So def- we have now. Two-phase commit because we have two participants. We could actually uh, simplify that, but for now we have two participants. One my Fire Connector and the other one is the, the JPA. So mm-hmm. what it, what it means is in the um, in the uh, two phases means we have uh, begin, prepare for commit, on commit, and um, uh, right.
1: And no, uh, if if you don't mind, I I will try to just quickly summarize the process. Uh, yes, um, sure, maybe so uh, the transaction transaction starts with the like you know transaction dot begin,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and at at the time there is uh, everything was happening is uh, processing in memory,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, like from the transaction perspective, you know. Yes. And uh, on a transaction manager perspective.
0: Or. or, or in and, temporary file is also okay, right? Because I don't like uh, to, to write two gigs of file to a memory. I could write to a temporary
1: file. Mm-hmm. Sure, and that's uh, then uh, about how the resource manages that that yes. thing. Mm-hmm. But agree, yeah, that's that's on a, depends on the on the on the resource how how it does. If I take just the example for the database, then after the begin, the the transaction, the global transaction was started, and then some participants resources can be enlisted into that global transaction. In our case, that's. Uh, there's JDBC and that file that file system resource and the entity uh, manager
0: have, unit of work, right?
1: Uh, yeah, or mm-hmm. entity manager. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But that's the the uh, the uh, the work that some uh, some uh, entity persists and so on are currently managed by entity manager and depends on the entity manager how it does. But we are still somehow uh, in the in the in the a global transaction processing. Then, then at the end, when you know that uh, all the all the work that should be um, managed as a atomic unit of work, which we, that should be considered as consistent, uh, that data uh, changes uh, finishes, then you call transaction manager or transaction commit. And at the time, it's up to transaction manager to process the consistent. Uh, consistent commit for all the work that's done. Transaction manager as, uh, implemented, uh, PTA does this with two-phase commit protocol. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, if you, if you, if you, uh, talk that there is this entity manager, then, uh, that really depends and this depends on Hibernate. I am not so, uh, familiar with that, but, uh, some parts of the, I don't know if there was some uh, insertion to database, updates to to database. Some parts was maybe already uh, sent to the database, maybe not. But there will be, uh, for sure, there needs to be cleaned all the all the memory uh, stuff, or the or the or the memory, or the changes that that's currently uh, uh, saved just in the memory by entity manager, to to be flushed to the database by sending the JDBC uh execute update some insert uh, insertion and so on for for database would really save those changes into the that internal storage this is usually done before two phase commit proco- protocol starts and uh the entity manager uh, and, uh like uh register itself to the uh, jta to be to be part of the jta synchronization uh like calls which is, which can be, which can be observed as the transaction is started to be finished. So that's, that's before completion call, before two phase commit starts. And then after uh, completion, when, the, when the transaction was already finished and you know if there the outcome was with commit or, or rollback. So at that time, before two phase commit starts, the entity manager has to, uh, has to flush plush all the, um, uh, uh, in memory state to, to the database. And then two phase commits start where the, uh, really here just transaction manager uses, uh, the XA protocol to communicate with the, uh, with the resources, which is, uh, done uh, like usually via a XA resource dot prepare, XA resource, XA resource dot, uh, commit calls. And, uh, when the prepare, when the prepare on the resource for, I, I, if I say for on the JDBC is called, then trans, then the, um, j- database, uh, mm-hmm. if, if agreed that the transaction is okay and prepare is, is, uh, is processed correctly, then at the time database promises that, uh, the, it really finishes with the commit, uh, that that uh, transaction manager asks for the database or to database, then it asks your uh file system, uh file system resource. And if the uh, output of both calls are okay, we are ready to finish with the commit. The transaction manager moves to the commit phase and calls the xaresource.commit on both of your resources. And at the time when the commit is called, then uh, transaction manager can finish all transaction with the success and a call after that the synchronization call and yeah and the transaction finishes and then the uh the for example in the case of t j b or whatever the user is informed or you, the the call is written back to the to the code of application server uh with with success
0: yeah exactly so um in our servlet, in our servlet filter, we just do begin and commit or rollback, and what you describe right now is is, is controlled by Narayana. So the whole uh-huh. you know uh, begin, uh, prepare and uh, commit is the protocol which is controlled by Narayana, and uh-huh. uh, all the states are stored in a transaction log, so that if we crash, Narayana could reread the log consistently and proceed and recover from the crash.
2: Uh, right, that
1: the uh the transaction lock is uh filled at the time the prepare uh prepare phase finishes or uh, okay uh, in, in, to, to simplify this it's so so if i if i would say that uh that easily we we can say that um uh, if some crash or trouble happens mm-hmm. before the whole prepare phase finishes mm-hmm. then uh it's expected that all the resources will be rolled back. If the prepare phase uh, finishes with success, then really the, there are the locks stored in the Narana, uh, Narana log store. Or, or, uh, and uh, even after some crash or trouble, the transaction manager of Narana will commit all the resources uh, at the end after yeah. some time.
0: Because in two-phase commit, the prepare fa- phase is more or less like the commit phase in, in, in local transactions, right? So, it means if we have a Uh, local transaction and the server crashes after begin, no one cares about because there was no commit, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's, 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 yeah. From that perspective, you are absolutely right.
0: uh, Yeah. And uh, so we have begin and commit at the servlet level. And uh, just what you said very quickly is uh, uh, if we have the entity manager, we just have no JPA entities and uh, we change the state. Um, so first the um if we have two phase commit the Ariana will tell the entity manager begin at the at the begin the entity manager will create the unit of work it's like internal set internal transactional cache this is how how mm-hmm. we can see this and yeah. it will manage uh, all dirty new, freshly created and deleted entities and then at one mm-hmm. point of time there will uh, the prepare phase will kick in and in the prepare phase the entity manager will flush Whatever it has in the transactional cache, straight to the database without caring about com- begins or commits, because begin commit uh, is is uh, is uh, managed by uh, Narayana, because we have two-phase commit XA JDBC
1: driver. Uh, I, I agree. Just I would say that I would not mix the prepare um, like word here or well, prepare term. The flush flush to the the database has to happen before the prepare starts so, uh, so that's
0: what's 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 the call what's the X a call for the for this phase
2: so uh, this okay.
1: is not no no XA call this is uh, for JTA perspective it's done via synchronization point JTA defines the uh, synchronization uh, like object Mm -hmm. And you can register the synchronization for the particular Mm -hmm. transaction. But
0: what's the method in the synchronization interface? It's called... Uh, Before completion. Before completion, exactly. So Narayana will call indirectly before completion. Mm -hmm. And and this before completion uh, will flash uh, the transactional cache to a database. By the way, you can always do that, so you can invoke flush as, as as often uh-huh. as you like, yeah. and you would just exactly. flush the dirty state to a database, and 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 this is uh, you know the convenience of transactions because uh-huh. yes. commit exactly. ne- didn't happen yet. So this is like so the before completion is invoked with session synchronization interface by Narayana, uh-huh. and um, yeah, and this before f- phase is uh, tied to XA protocol. This is why you didn't want it you know, to to tie it to uh-huh. this prepare. So. Exactly. And, and in my uh, in my file system, I don't have session synchronization, so I will just expose you something else, which uh, we will have to write an adapter an integration. Would be actually your job right now, and uh, and uh, the uh, Narayana will will invoke a hook in my file system, and what I will do is, I would rename a file with the global identifier probably to file with uh, the business name what I wanted to have. Let's say let's call uh-huh. it uh myhouse.cad and but i will still create a lock and i i i will have an exclusive lock to the file so no one else will, will be able to change the file this uh-huh. is what i will do that, right that's
1: that's at the time when the prepare is called at the time when the prepare is called which is implemented by your resource mm-hmm. and you receive this call with the prepare with the uid of the transaction which is going to be prepared then yes that's that's what you do you create a log for yeah. nobody else can uh, touch it yeah and uh, then i'm
0: just waiting until nariana tells me you are done this will be the global commit is done right commit
1: or rollback now it depends what will yeah. be the uh, outcome of the transaction. Yeah,
0: on rollback, yeah. I will have to delete the file and uh, release mm-hmm. the log, and then commit, I would just release the log, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So you see what we'll have to do, you know, if you don't like to have the application servers, you will have to implement this correctly by ourselves. And the, the problem is, of course, in projects, everything works in a single thread and under pressure, everything breaks down. So that's what I see uh, that all, you know, own implementations of persistence or uh, whatever they, I just don't work anymore because the subtle differences when you release what is uh, is a little bit hard to implement, right? Mm, I see. Cool. Uh, so uh, there's a one, one minor part. What we could do, we could ac- ac- actually optimize the whole thing, and we can tell Narayana that the uh, local file uh, that my local file system. Uh, is the last, should be called uh, as the last transaction and to emulate emulate two-phase commit so we can uh, Mm -hmm. optimize the whole thing that uh, you will only call to my file system commit and this will simplify my implementation and speed up a little bit the performance, right?
1: Yeah, correct. There is possibility, like, there is the optimization that you won't call the whole prepare uh, to all the resources, but you... Uh, switch the order of the resources in, in the in the like the, the commit protocol, and you will define one of the resources to be uh, to be uh, not and uh, not taken as the XA resource, but as the standard resource. And that way, that resource will be just committed, not uh, not not called with prepare and commit.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. The, the perfect so we we covered actually uh the uh, custom implementation with uh, Narayana and by the way, if someone tries quarkus and you cre- uh, and you uh decide to use the narayana j t a extension you will see that if you start quarkus uh it will create a folder in your file system and this folder will uh-huh. will contain you know the transaction lock the the state we exactly. are talking about yeah exactly that's,
1: that's, exactly. That's, yeah. exactly you need you need to have the some place where the uh, log store is, or the Narana store store is saved, because Nana needs to find out the way where the uh, information about the uh, prepared transactions are placed. Yeah. But currently uh, like supports to save the log at uh, either to to the file system or to database. Yeah, which but is reasonable the-
0: because uh, in uh- some of my project ran Duran, um, they uh, they um, deployed application servers to a cluster, and on a crash, they forgot to migrate the transaction files, which would be you know part of the recovery procedures. So what you will actually have to do is to restart the application server. If you restart the application server on different node, you will have to copy the the uh, transaction files, right? Yeah, that's that's
1: the that's the issue.
0: Yeah, yeah. and if you if and if you store the transaction uh, log in a in a database. Um, it could be even. I don't know whether it works, but an OpenShift. It could be even ETCD.
1: Yeah, that's that's something what what like they yeah, are currently thinking on. But ETCD is not a great place because all the configurations uh, for yeah. Kubernetes is there. So yeah, no. there?
0: you know if you have a simple cluster, we could use ETCD to <laughs> yeah, store it. But think. you can, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. for sure. That's yeah. just possible or could be possible. I'm I'm not sure if ETCD because currently Narana. Provides just a JDBC connector, so the ETCD would need to have some JDBC implementation, which I'm not sure if if correct, if it is right or if if it is uh, available or not. But if, whatever JDBC uh, um, API, uh, uh, whatever database which implements JDBC can be used.
0: So and now we do the same without Tomcat and just with Whitefly. So we have the same servlet. And instead of uh, the servlet filter, we will invoke one single EJB, which is marked at stateless. And this in stateless default behavior already starts and commits transactions and on the runtime exceptions and will roll back the current transaction. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. assume behind, behind the scenes, what happened is if you inject the EJB to a servlet, what gets injected is the proxy of the EJB. And because at stateless says a transaction required, it means. Required means if there is no n- not a transaction available, a new transaction is going to be started. And if there is already an active transaction it's going to be reused, in our case, the server didn't start a transaction. Mm-hmm. So uh, the proxy will tell a kind of aspect, a transaction aspect, um, mm-hmm. uh, that there is no transaction going on. And then the EGB will go to JTA, I assume, Java Transaction API, and say uh, start transaction or begin. at uh, begin. Mm-hmm. And this uh, begin yeah. does exactly the same what we discussed before. So the difference is the JTA is a API which is standardized, and mm-hmm. uh, the implementation would be a Narayana or Arjuna class, mm-hmm. and the same or, will happens yeah. behind
1: the scenes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's uh, yeah exactly that that's that so that Fly I fly just uh, prepare or configure transaction manager in a way that uh, depends on the on on your configuration, which Part of the wildfly, start the transaction manager, start the recovery manager, uh, defines the, where the stor- where the storage of lock, uh, of the transaction lock will be placed. And then, yeah, then there is this EJB layer, which will, uh, use this JTA uh, API to begin the transaction when the, when it, it, when there is the, uh, like trans, uh, annotation required being placed, uh, at the method.
0: Yeah, cool. And um, if you would say we don't like EJBs, So, by the way, the EJB would be just a single class with a single annotation and stateless. No interfaces, nothing in between. So this is actually the great story. But now let's say, let's say I don't like the at stateless annotation. I would like to use instead of stateless, request scoped at transactional. Um, then a CDI proxy is going to be injected. And I assume behind the scenes, the, uh, the um, CDI aspect will call the same JTA uh, transaction manager again, right?
2: Yeah,
1: exactly. There is just uh, from the perspective of the application server, there is just the the the, the all things are uh, bound to JNDI. So you can either leave the CDI or EJB to find out the transaction manager or the transaction, and that that's bound to the, at the uh, and in the J- JNDI, or you can as well uh, in your servlet taken uh, out from. Uh, JNDI binding the transaction manager and call the back-in on your own.
0: Yeah. And uh, yes. if you don't like that, so you could say, I would like to uh, do it by myself, which in my eyes doesn't make a lot of sense, but you could still inject the user transaction at resource user transaction and control it by yourself. But then you will have to catch, you know, a lot of exceptions, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's right. Yeah. So, and the that, user that...
0: transaction will call exactly the same interface. So uh, in if you... Are injecting a transactional CDI bean or EJB, or using user transaction behind the scenes is exactly the same code. So once yeah, exactly the same code.
1: From my perspective, this is the a little bit trouble of JTA because you can see there the like multiple things which seems to to do different things, but they in fact are implemented in the same way. You have the transaction, you have the user transaction, and you have the transaction manager, and then uh, the the like the point is that the user should use just use a transaction and the, the other objects are uh should be available only for the application server or are expected to be used by application servers. So
0: That's what you're talking about is the the method like entity manager get entity transaction I think is the method name so it shouldn't be used directly in code i use it for in tests for instance but you shouldn't call it uh, in production code. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's uh, about the from the perspective how the uh, application programmer should use like uh, Java EE. Now, I I recommend how the uh, Java Transaction API is is created or what what is offered to because uh, GTA. If you take a look at, at the API uh, at, at, the, at the documentation. Provides the, uh, provides the classes which the, the, you can see that there is the user transaction and the class or interface for transaction manager. So that's not directly un- I think that it's not directly comprehensive or understandable. Uh, what, 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 what class should be used uh, in which, uh, circumstance.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, so what it actually means is with CDI or EJBs, you can greatly simplify your code, right? So if you focus on business, you only have to add one annotation. And exactly. the whole this. machinery this. happens behind the scenes and the performance is superb. And now mm-hmm. um, what I see a lot, and uh, like the developers say, transactions are slow. <laughs> and then uh, they start you know, to optimize things by, for instance, marking some methods as... Uh, us never so uh, please don't start a transaction and the others are transactional and um this does not make a lot of sense because what what it actually means is if you say never the uh, transaction manager will really have to check whether there is no transaction going on and mm-hmm. uh, if if there is no transaction involved it's actually faster to go with the default right
1: yeah agree that that in in that case just i would um say that it's not the transaction manager who is managing was checking those annotations because those annotations are like defined by the EJB specification or CDI spec or CDI extension. So that will be the. But yeah, there there is needs to be somehow checked if the transactions is really started and if not, then it needs to be suspended or restarted. And if you mix that uh, like calling, especially if you like using without the, without the need you are using the um um ejbs which are like uh stopping and starting the like suspending and resuming st- transaction um then yeah that that's that struggle happens
0: yeah and what i also see a lot is like um so in my project we have like a you no know, boundary layer which uh, where i always start the transactions because then the use case every use case is one to one related to a transaction which is always a good idea because you have to think from the business perspective about that, either something happens or not so if, the, if either you order something or not and what developers t- try to do sometimes is to say there is no transaction started in a boundary layer and they start transactions later and the problem is then we have almost no the auto commit situation where uh, every method starts a new transaction and this is a lot of slower but if because for each method, the whole machinery we talk about has to, has to happen, and um, and we uh, and it is actually impossible to perform the whole use case in one transaction, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the last thing, which is interesting, in some projects they deactivate the transactions completely and try uh, to say because we just reading from the database. But if you think about uh-huh. this, if you just read from a database, you you you, you have to think about the isolations So what you are reading. Would you like to read You know the committed stuff, uh, the, uh, you know, the snapshot of a database, what you would like to read? And in one project, this was years ago, uh, they deactivated the transactions. And what happened was the, uh, the, re- the reads were a way slower because it turned out that the database for each interaction requires a small transaction. And instead of one transaction, mm-hmm. the database started you know hundreds and thousands of transactions, which was a huge performance impact
1: yeah yeah that that's for sure that, that that this is this this is something that you need to to consider maybe if you would somehow like define that there should not be like use transaction at all even in the database you know that uh, then could be handled in 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 a way but that will be quite dangerous because you are you are really not sure about the consistency yeah, yeah. but if, yeah, that, that's it. Be? Because, you will have to
0: swap. You know, in MySQL, you will have to use the non-transactional engine. I forgot uh, what the name is. Yeah. Uh, uh, then it could work, right?
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. And and yeah, agree that the, the database itself needs to uh, manage the transactions so that will start for the each request the transaction and and uh, yeah, that, that overhead happens.
0: So I, I would say. To summarize this, I think. If you if you are writing um, business like applications where there is a use case and there is somehow how some kind of store let's say database or whatever is persistent, you always need at least a concept of local transaction, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's I I agree with that
0: because uh, without that, uh, this is like you know uh, trying you know to 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 the analogy would be you know to store state like back then with do you remember the remote Container managed persistence beans.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, and, I uh, remember.
0: The problem was there was a remote interface to to an uh, entity, and the entity was like a row in a table. And the trouble was every setter was a remote call, so you were not able, you know, to store in one transaction one row in a table because every setter you could partially. This was like you know, not storing a row in a table. Is more like storing a column in the table in in one action, which uh, if you are lucky it worked, but if we're not lucky, the the the, the state were partially there, right? Uh,
1: uh, maybe I have just one 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 point on this uh, that uh, I agree with this said. Just uh, again, that really depends on if you decide to not, you won't be using the uh, database that supports the transactions, and you will start using some. No SQL, which uh, like do not offer you some uh, API for transaction, then you just need to think differently. You know, you need to 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 start the document directly as the whole and manage something in in uh, So I, I, it really depends on what you
2: really want. I, I,
1: I, I would
0: say you will have to do the same. So if you have, to, for instance, no SQL database with a document, what you will have to do is you will have to know that every interaction with the system is actually a transaction. So you will have to store in this call whatever makes sense for the use case.
1: Agree, and, and that, that's something maybe you will need to handle more things uh, on the like the near business call because you and, that that nice yeah. thing was what, what is the the, the 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 transaction gives you like nice tool for uh, not thinking about the consistency about the uh, you know the. Uh, updates uh, uh, about the concurrent updates on the same record um, that that you would need otherwise. call someone
0: I would say if you ignore transactions in one point of time, you will you will find yourself implementing your own transaction manager somehow.
1: Yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, I think there is some. Uh, I, I I don't know if you um know the that there was some nice note on the Twitter from Martin Plattman. uh That's the guy who who talks about the transactions and distributed systems and. He said exactly this. Okay. <laughs> S-
0: send me the link to the note. Yeah. I don't that. try
1: to f- find it later on. Uh, like, I will send
0: you. And now, the most important thing is,
1: what we talk about now has nothing to do with Java
0: e. So, if we would write something in Node.js, Rust, Go, or whatever it will be exactly the same procedure. So let's say we would write a Node.js system which which talks to a Postgres database and would like to write consistently a file. We will have exactly the same conversation with JavaScript methods, right? So there is there is nothing specific in Java what we talk about. So this XA is like a protocol, a known protocol for distributed transaction coordination and you can implement it in whatever programming language
1: you like, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree. Uh, just, I am... To be honest, I'm not, no, not, I'm not, um, not following uh, what is the state of the transaction management in JavaScript or Node.js world or in Go uh, worlds. So this is something that I'm, I'm, uh, hard, I'm, I'm, I have trouble to to comment on. Oh, sure. Just what, what I meant is, uh, you,
0: if there is nothing there, we will have to implement the the same thing we started with. Huh? We will have to intercept the HTTP call and do it by ourselves. Exactly what we discussed in the first part.
1: Yeah. The only thing that could be like the potential, let's say uh, the problematic is the now the, the hype of the, like the microservice and things mm-hmm. where you have, you, you split your uh, application to multiple parts. And now you have trouble that there would be a multiple, uh, uh, simple, simple application trying to somehow join this global transaction mm-hmm. for uh, uh, for let's uh, done with the consist consistency, and now this this is the problematic because uh, this these uh, uh, services could uh, could crash independently. Everything is like coupled by that by the fact that all the uh, all the changes waits for for the transaction being committed. So when then when this is the point where the multiple remote calls and uh, and um, uh, um, the, um, the simple the microservice architecture is used, then the then you need to think twice. Yeah. What is your what is what you want to get and what this what is, will this is like s-
0: self-made problem, right? So if someone decides to split one app into multiple microservices, it is obvious that there is no more so local transactions do not work anymore. And uh, two-phase commit is also problematic because you will have to implement mm-hmm. the protocol we talk about between microservices. So in mm-hmm. my eyes, the only thing which works is like, okay, our decision was not to use transactions. Then we have, let's say, one facade microservice or, or, or composite microservice has to talk to multiple microservices. So then we have to resolve the problem by introducing new use cases. So what it means is if I say order and it failed, then the uh, counter use case, I think is called Zaga pattern, or we need a compensative transaction to tell, hey, uh, we send an email to a customer that the customer should send us, you know, the, uh, the, the package back or something like this. So we will need, you know, not a undo rather than a new use case, which uh, tries to make the system consistent again, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That this is the this is, uh, yeah, uh, uh, like the possible pattern that you can use if you decide to go with in in with microservice architecture.
0: Perfect. Yeah. So, um, where people can find you on the internet? So, give me some links to your blog, Twitter, whatever you have.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, I I use the the uh, the Twitter uh, with the underscore, thalda, okay. <laughs> and that's mostly where you can find me i have the blog but i'm not um, uh, active on that so so much so more more i i am now publishing articles more on the narayana blog blog which is blog, okay. blog, dot blog com.
0: yeah perfect and you sent me the links to the twitter and whatever you have with the resources i will publish everything to the show notes
1: Okay, I will get some some of them and send you.
0: So thank you a lot. So it was already a pleasure to discuss with you. You know the whole transaction stuff from bottom up to top down. I think this is now a little bit more clarity how Java or Apache Service works behind the scenes.
1: I, I hope that I I I clarify a little bit things. Yeah, And thank you for having me. That was a pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, see you next time. So we can just uh, redo that in a few months and just talk specifically about, you know, one single concept without the introduction. Now we all know that you love Java and transactions.
2: Yeah, that's right. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Goodbye.